0: Listener production. Snuggle up with 20 minutes of the fur balls coughed up by two of the cutest little kittens wrestling their way across the on-demand ecosphere. It's Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. Well, it's good news for waiters in Paris, Alex Dyson, as the historic waiter race is back in the lead-up to the Olympics. Have you heard about this? I have not heard about the waiter race. Okay, well, uh, waiters have to, dressed in... White shirts, slacks, belts, etc., have to uh, weave through a maze of approximately two kilometers through the medieval streets of the Marais district, uh, bearing a tray that has a croissant, a coffee, and a glass of water. Oh my!
1: They goodness. carry
0: this tray for over two kilometers. They end at City Hall, and they have to get there hopefully without spilling a drop. It is to tell people that this is a serious profession. We take our restaurants and waiters seriously. And that this, we are at the forefront of culinary experiences here in Paris. We take it seriously by making waiters go through an
1: obstacle course for two kilometers to not spill anything for your entertainment.
0: <laughs> it's the first time they've run the race since 2014, but when the Olympics Games came back. They're like, all right, let's do it. This is a historic race, mate. It's been around for decades, centuries even. All right, well.
1: If we start training now, we too could enter the waiter race.
0: Well, our, our croissant is a very tasty little morsel of podcasting goodness for you, uh, which we have carried through the winding streets of Australia's Paris, a.k.a. Brisbane, <laughs> and uh, delivered it up to you for your flaky goodness. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. The wait is over. Let's go. Bon appétit. Let's get this
1: show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go.
0: Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt
1: and Bron, actually, as well, I, I mean this in the least offensive way possible. Mm. Um, I am bored with the both of you.
0: Yeah, okay, no offence taken.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not taken. I mean, I mean, you guys are great. Uh This realm that we're working with right now, have a great time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yesterday I tried for the very first time some like virtual reality, like video game goggles. Oh, Oh. okay. And I lost all (laughs) desire for this world.
0: Wow. I prefer to
1: be... Off in a magical kingdom playing mini golf for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what were you doing? What? What? Okay, let t- tell me about the actual device you were using.
1: Well, it wasn't the one that has been in the news this week. You know, Apple launching the Vision Pro virtual reality headset, um, which is pretty X-y. Like, if you want a two fifty oh. gigabyte one, it's five and five thousand three hundred bucks in Australia. Damn, you want to a get ter- up to one terabyte, terabyte one? Yeah, six <sighs> k. Right. Um, which, and that one's sort of, you can do a few different things, I guess, with that. But the other one I, I was being told about is like, you can wear them just as you go on about your day. Like this was, I was in a full, you know, video game land, but the vision pro it's like, you can still see the world, but if you like set an oven, a timer on your oven or something, you can have a timer going. And then whenever you look at the oven, it's got like a virtual timer, like over the top of it. Oh, so it's like an AR it's
0: AR goggles, aren't augmented they? Augmented reality, yeah. So wait, you can actually see through these? You can see through the screen in these goggles?
1: Yeah, if you step outside your safe area, it starts showing you where, <laughs> what's in front of you. But if oh, you stay in wow. there, suddenly I'm playing mini golf on the top of a tropical cliff or like in an Egyptian um, tomb or that sort of thing. I did lose a couple of hours in there. And then I started playing this game where it's sort of like, you're going along a corridor and there's dudes coming out shooting at you and you got to duck their shots and then shoot them, but also in time to the music. And I was in there for so long and I took them off and I looked in the mirror and my pupils were so wide. I looked so manic. It was extremely disturbing.
0: Just like, hey man, I want to stay on that <laughs> yeah. clifftop, bro. Yeah. It, get me back oh. in there. No, it was
1: seriously like...
0: Like Keanu Styles, it. The Matrix. It really was. Um, so it is it is a brave new world. Many, many years ago, this would have been back in the, when the very first, I think it was the Oculus goggles came out. It would have been. Well, that's what I used. And that was, they were like, this is, they were bought in about 2019
1: are the ones I put on.
0: Oh no, mine. So these are my, still five years old. I bought a pair that would have been in the, uh, almost 10 years ago, I reckon. Oh, um, Oh, maybe 2016, 2017. Mm. Um, and cause my friend brought some over, he got some free with his phone. And so we're sitting in my lounge room looking around and he's like, type in your address, like your dad's address. And I was like, okay. So I type in my dad's address and I'm like, oh my God, I'm standing on dad's street. Wow. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, I'm using virtual reality to go to a place that I just go to all yeah. the time, anyway. So yeah. I'm like, why am I visiting Dad? <laughs> to see Dad? what it's like standing <laughs> at the front of my dad's house.
1: You've got the entire universe <laughs> at your disposal, and that's what you do with it, mate. Come on, right? Have you but got the... in the got in the gogs yet?
0: No, I haven't used them yet. It kind of makes me think. Does it make you think like they'll get to a point where it's so good you can't? Tell the difference well, between this is, real life and this. This is the crazy thing. Well, I mean, I got offered a pair of these g- smart glasses. You know, the, the the glasses with the the camera on them and stuff, and that just that felt too invasive for me. I didn't want to. As in, you're filming other people constantly. Yeah, and you don't know what the t- the companies who are providing them are you know are using mm. your data for and stuff. What they're using the cameras for. I felt a little bit uncomfortable so about those... that. So the camera in your glasses is like connected to the internet, and so yeah, it's thinking, supposed to be a really social social media style sort of glasses. But it just made me feel a bit uncomfortable.
1: And you're wearing along. You're walking down the street. You walk past, you know, a little bit of uh, booze juice, and then suddenly you're copping some targeted
0: ads. Like, ooh, you thirsty, mate? Well, something like there that. There you go. That, I haven't thought about that. So yeah, I mean, I, I do think though we are heading to a time when that people will just wear glasses like this, and there will just be. You know, there'll be augmented reality stuff popping up all over the place.
1: We have a conversation with with each other in the
0: glasses. What do you, what do you mean? Like we put on the glasses and suddenly you're standing in front of me.
1: Yeah. It's like we're right there.
0: I'm sure that that, I'm sure that that will happen. Mm. You know? We could host our podcast from a magical world. I'll, I'll be straight honest. The other, after I, after I stood in front of my dad's house... With, on, in the VR, I did, you know, disclaimer, I did, I did try the porn. (laughs) I did, I did give it a go once on with the VR headset. And I got to tell you, I mean, you know, we talked about whether, whether riding your bike is sexy, you know, whether it's hot. Yeah. And I got to tell you, wearing VR goggles, equally as unhot as wearing a big old helmet and riding your bike around. Like it's (laughs) so unsexy. Well.
1: Wait, but you couldn't see yourself wearing the VR goggles. No, but that's the problem. You weren't in the in the in the video. The person you were with was also wearing VR goggles.
0: <laughs> no, but like, because really, you because it's all supposed to be a POV thing. So you're mm. looking around, and I and I was in a hotel room, and I'm looking around at the curtains in the hotel room. and I'm like, I wonder where this hotel is. <laughs> and then like, and you just get distracted. And also, you've got the headphones in your ears, right? Because you're supposed to be hearing the thing. But it felt very. um... I felt very vulnerable because sure. I, I had the goggles on. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't hear anything. And so I didn't know whether like, there was anyone Wait. in the room.
1: You said it was your friend's goggles as well. Were they just waiting? No,
0: my friend wasn't there. I, b- I bought some goggles a couple of weeks later oh, okay. um, to give them a go. They're very rapidly... Catching dust. I mean, <laughs> uh, they haven't come out of the cupboard for years and years. But, anyways, I also had a roommate at the time, so then mm. I started getting paranoid that my roommate might be entering the house yeah. while I was with my goggles and thingies on. So I kept just like saying, "I can see you," out, like <laughs> loudly, <laughs> just to, just in case, out loud, whilst you were nude, <laughs> well, compromised. <laughs> Just in case someone was like creeping into the house and like... And so by saying that, you'd think if they could in fact see you, <laughs> they'd then walk away. <laughs> they'd go, oh no, he can see us. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It just is a very unsexy thing. So that was the one and only time that that's happened. And I can tell you now, it won't be happening again. <laughs> Do you think you'll have kids, Alex Tyson? <sighs> Probably. Just to oh, get you off my back.
1: <laughs> 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 Having um. a child for 18 years, cooking, cleaning, changing nappies, less annoying <laughs> than, than getting this question. this question <laughs> constantly.
0: I don't know about that, Alex Tyson, because, um, you know, 5pm rolls around and we're experiencing this wave of tired that Sophia's had, you know, from being at school all mm. day. Cause you know, she used to nap and stuff and now it's like, you have
1: to be on all day. Yeah. Lunch isn't nap time anymore. It's no, stay awake no. and run around
0: time. Yeah, yeah. There's no quiet time at all. So they're they're exhausted. So you know she's she's always quite um, emotionally fragile when it comes to the end of the day. <laughs> and you're trying to do like you know you're trying to make dinner and and you're trying to make sure that the the place isn't a complete you know pigsty. And so it's all it's quite a hectic time around five or six o'clock. And so sometimes you think, okay, well I'm going to get on the front foot here. That's what I thought I'd do. I Thought I'd start picking up some of her clothes that I was, you know, that she just, because kids, they just walk into the house.
1: Get home from school and clothes Mate, off.
0: They, and they just, and they, you know, you think they put it in any basket or anything like that? Nope. Straight on the floor. Just whatever, they, wherever they want.
1: Ironically, the only thing they're putting in the basket is that task, putting that task in the too hard basket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm there picking up her clothes, right? And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to try and get ahead here so that she's in bed earlier All the like annoying stuff is done. Mm -hmm. And as soon as she goes to sleep, I can sit down and watch TV and actually relax instead of coming downstairs after she's asleep. And then you're cleaning up dishes and you're cleaning up clothes and stuff. So I thought I'm going to try and get ahead.
1: So you want her, you shutting the door on Sophia's bedroom to be your last work of the evening. That's it. That's my clock
0: out. And then it's, it's daddy's time. That is my sliding down the side of the you know, work building and shooting up into the air and landing in my car, yabba-dabba-doo, right? So that's a reference uh,
1: to the <laughs> Flintstones for our <laughs> listeners who were born
0: after 1984. <laughs> so I pick up Sophia's little pair of skorts, right? They, 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 they wear skorts at her school. Skirt shorts. And skirt yeah. shorts, yep. Um, and as I pick it up, I think, again, I'm thinking, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm doing the right thing here, getting ahead. And then as I pick it up, I see a fly. In your house? Yeah. Just that like lands on a table. Close to where
1: you're standing, holding a pair of your daughter's skorts. Skorts. Yeah.
0: Brand new skorts that I've paid, you know, they're 30, 30 something dollars a pair. And so just, I just think I've got what I need to get this fly. Instinct
1: took over. Exactly. Yeah a fly to Kine is like a little laser
0: pointer to a cat <laughs> sees it and is like <sighs> i just wanted it gone cuz it cuz they they really stick around in the kitchen if if mm. you know at our place queensland hot there's a lot of flies they really get get at your food mm. so i was like i got this fly whack with sophia's pair of shorts yep not realizing that there the button on her shorts was like facing the exact right direction so that when I slam the skorts on the table, the button then shatters in half and like flies in separate things across the room. Ah, oh, damn. Then Sophia goes, what was that? And I said, oh, I've just broken the button on your skorts. To which point tears <laughs> just bursting from her. She starts screaming, grabbing the scorts of me. She, and then, and then, and then mum's coming over, Belinda's there hugging her and she's saying, yeah. And she's saying, no, my scorts are not for whacking flies. <laughs> and I'm like, they're going, ah, I tried to get ahead.
1: Yeah. Deb, Did you get the fly?
0: No, I oh, missed boy. it. Oh boy. <laughs> so. So now I've broken. Now I've got to go to the button like a you know a dry cleaners and get a button put there's back on. It's not one on. of those ones the...
1: that are sort of attached inside. and You like no, I'll never there's use not. That. It's like damn it, that's for <laughs> when no... I there's a fly in my house and I w- try and whack it with these scorts.
0: And it just annoyed me so much because then it took ages to settle Sophia down, and we end up having dinner later, and it was just the, everything the opposite happened to what I was hoping to achieve
1: because <laughs> stupid fly. And what's the moral of this story, Matt? we we'll always check where the button is on the scorts before you whack the fly. That's what we always say. <laughs> here, Matt and Alex order breakfast, but we also like to get your talk back here. So let us know when have you broken something in a completely unexpected way? Lauren said, when I was 11, I shattered my elbow, falling off a barbecue I was sitting on. It's <laughs> no good, Lauren. That's, Not sure why you were on like- a barbecue. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a safe place to
0: put a body. <laughs> um... Brit said, I broke my hip doing the limbo at school. I was in the top two though. So slay. <laughs> God, I wonder how you did that. Do you reckon it was just from bending backwards or bending do you think that backwards she, and breaking your hip? or do you think she felt like she was bending over so far that she then fell down and then broke her hip? Potentially That's that could painful. have been it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Danny saying, my grandma broke her tooth on a marshmallow. That's wow. unexpected. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's hard to. D- you
0: couldn't do that if you tried, surely. That reminds me of one of the callers who said that they um uh, a little while back who said that their dad pulled his thumb, giving a thumbs up. <laughs> do you remember that too enthusiastically? Um, Candace said I sat on a chair really quickly and broke my tailbone. <laughs> oh, see, here's the thing. I was asking that question as like you know I broke a button. I was thinking, like, when have you broken something? That's not you.
1: Mm. Well, this podcast isn't just myself and Matt and producer Bron and Link, our uh, wonderful editor. It is you. You are this, this podcast as well. So on a Friday, we like to dip into the mailbag and see what has been on your mind when it's come to the contents over the last little while or even back in the day because our first correspondence, Matt, comes from Christopher, who uh, is, uh, is talking about a topic from 2023. When was childhood magic ruined for you?
0: You know, I should have been there before the start of the of the event and instead I got there right on the event, right as buddy Elsa and Mirabelle are checking in to the kindergarten. I'm like, look, Sophia, It's Elsa. Well, in response to that, Christopher said, my childhood magic was broken when Humphrey B. Bear fell off the stage and yelled the F word.
1: (laughs) Of all the words to break his (laughs) vow of silence with Humphrey. You choose that one, mate. Come on, son. That's a tough Um, one, Christopher. We hope you weren't scarred as a result. Humphrey B. Swear. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Alex also got in touch with regards to the topic of sneaking drinks into festivals. Yes, Alex says, we snuck drinks into festivals by emptying
1: a 10-litre cask of water and replacing it with vodka. Foolproof!
0: Jeez, does that mean you had 10 litres of vodka? That's a lot of vodka. That's a lot. That's a big watermelon. You'd need to get a big ratio of, like,
1: you know, yeah. fizzy drink to go along with it as well. <laughs> you know, it's, usually it's about, you know, few parts cordial. To one yeah.
0: of vodka, forty litres of uh, yeah. of this fizzy stuff. Hoo-wee. Uh Meg, with regards to um, sneaking drinks into festivals, also says one year going to a festival, my friend took the inside panels off all his car doors. And filled the empty space behind them with beers, then put the panels back on. We could barely get the doors open, they were so heavy. You could hear the beers rattling around and they were all shaken up. Some exploded. (laughs) Naturally, we still drank them all. (laughs) Oh,
1: man, I didn't think about the weight aspect of like, yeah, when you're getting in and out of the car and then pulling
0: it down on all the hinges.
1: Yeah, and then you're going over a few speed bumps and that would be shaken up. The Bevs.
0: Yeah, it puts a new spin on popping bottles. Um, popping them in the drink holders in the car. Alan also got in touch, Dyson.
1: Alan said on the topic of, what did you learn later in life that was normal for everyone else? I read about a guy that didn't know you let the water in the shower warm up before you get in. He was 28. <laughs> so wait, he thought you get in the shower whilst it's not running, the tap is over your head you turn it on and the water starts hitting you at whatever temperature it starts at, and you've just got to and then you suffer, suffer until it gets to your desired temp.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is a more cons- cons- conservative approach to water. I mean, the, the, Mother Earth should be thanking this bloke
1: as long as it the shower remains the same. You you don't. Start your shower by the time it gets to your ideal temp, yeah. I
0: mean, you should be saving every drop. So good on this person. We should all be like that person. Let the cold hit you. <laughs> and then get to the good stuff. It's like finishing with the crispy chips. Save the good stuff to last.
1: That's it. Uh, Alad also says, also, do you put your socks and shoes on sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, sh- shoe, sock, shoe? I am definitely a sock, sock, shoe, shoe guy. Yeah, it does feel a bit weird to have... One barefoot
0: and one fully shooed up foot. I didn't even like it for a second. It's like it reminds me too much of trying out shoes at the shops as a school kid, you know?
1: Do you sock, sock, shoe, shoe at the shops or do you sock, shoe, sock,
0: shoe at the shops? Bron, Bron do you sock, shoe, sock, shoe or do you sock, sock, shoe, shoe?
1: I sock, sock, shoe, shoe.
0: Yeah. I mean, often I keep the shoes near the door. We're a no-shoe household. Mm. So uh, I'm always wearing my socks inside without the shoes anyway.
1: Yep, that's it, Alan. And uh, that's it perfectly describes
0: the show for today because uh, we're all done. Yeah, we're going to shoe. We're going to shoe, shoe away from you for a couple of days. Uh, We're all going to have the break that's commonly referred to as the weekend, and then we're going to be back here bright and early Monday morning, and we hope you have a good one between now and then. That's it. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you very, very soon.